Hey friends, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley Browning and I am so glad that you are here joining me for another episode of the podcast. I'd love to remind you that the music that you are listening to is from our friend Lily Gray. She is a dear friend to the show and this is her song Lifted from her album. It's all beautiful right here. If you have not spun that record, go ahead and do it. You can find more info at lilygray.com or just listen to her wherever you stream your music. Most of you know this about me, but if you're new, I'll fill you in. I am a military spouse. My husband has served in the Navy for seven and a half years, and now we are newbies to the Air Force. He is currently serving in the Air Force Reserve with intent of going back as an active duty member. We are so excited about the track that God has for us in the military lifestyle, but we could not do it without the support of amazing friends, family, and organizations and businesses who have our back. And today I am beyond honored and just so excited to share with you a business that means so much to my heart. I have loved this creative company since I learned about them. And now I am beyond excited because I am friends with the founder and owner of Charlie Madison Originals, Wendy Hively. She is the best and I am so excited that we're going to be speaking with her today. So let me tell you a little bit about Wendy's company, Charlie Madison Originals. If you are familiar with our Riveter handbags, you might recognize this name from seeing them on their marketplace. Wendy and I will talk all about this, but Charlie Madison Originals is more than just making beautiful jewelry. Their pieces inspire you to hold tightly to what you love. Their bracelets are the perfect gift or keepsake to remind you that you are not on this journey alone. Wendy is the perfect example of her message. She is an encourager, an amazing creative, a wife, and loyal friend, especially to her military spouses. Wendy's roots run deep in military culture, spanning between three different generations and three branches of service. She credits this along with being a military spouse to her husband, Brian, who retired from the United States Navy, to influencing Charlie Madison's mission of compassion and purpose. 5% of all sales from Charlie Madison's shop goes to organizations that support service members and their families. Not only does Wendy, through her business, give financially, but she also shines a light on military spouses who are doing incredible things. She shares her platform and giving them a voice through her blog and through helping with the creative process of just hearing what military spouses need and what they're going through. For someone like me who struggles often with trying to figure out how they fit into this crazy culture, it is beyond humbling and empowering to know that I have someone on my side. When you purchase from this small business, you're not just wearing a beautiful handmade bracelet. You are coming alongside and giving back to the brave families who serve us every day. I love the message of Charlie Madison Originals. Everyday reminders that every day matters. Each piece of jewelry is a token meant to inspire and remind you of what's important in your life. After having my conversation with Wendy, I felt so loved and I hope that you do too. She is a true hero to myself and many others. It is an honor to have her as a dear friend. I love her hard work and I cannot wait for you to hear her story. There is so much to unpack in this episode and I have a few surprises for you all as well. Please welcome to Still With You, owner and founder of of Charlie Madison Originals, Wendy Hively. I'm just so happy that you're here. 
Well, I am too. I'm just so honored. I'm looking for ways to connect with people and mostly I do Facebook Live. I don't think I've ever done a podcast. So hey, you're the first one. (laughs) It is a first for me today as well because I am recording in the middle of a hurricane. (laughs) Yeah. How are you guys? We're doing good, but my phone keeps going off with alerts and like every time I look at it, it's been like raining so much. Where are you coming from? You mentioned DC. Are you in the DC area? Yes, we're in Maryland, but we're only about less than an hour from DC. I have never been to DC, but it is high on my list just because of my love for my country. <laughs> you know, the love of the history. Yeah, you know, though I've lived around here most of my adult life and the appeal isn't there anymore. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like anywhere you live. It's just, uh, DC, the traffic and the people. Do you live in the city or do you live on the outskirts? Well, we live pretty far in the outskirts, but it's not the outskirts anymore because everybody, you know, keeps moving out further and further and further. So, so expensive to live here. This is, feels like a really appropriate segue into just talking about how you've lived around the world. I learned that you lived like in Haiti, the Philippines, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Why did your family move to different places? My dad worked for the CIA. And so we, more, it always sounds so glamorous, but it really, it wasn't really that glamorous. You're like one of the children in one of those Netflix movies, (laughs) you know, like a political thriller. Probably, but he just in the past few years was able to talk about it. So he was undercover for all those years. Now it's just a backstory, but I lived overseas the first eight years of my life. Philippines, like you said, Haiti, Hong Kong, and China. Okay. So I laughed about that, but that actually really, I can't imagine like the stress that that must have come with your family of moving and also the seriousness of that job. What was that like for you as a kid experiencing all of the different cultures? Like how did that shape you into your adulthood? At least the first two stations, I was just so young. I don't remember much. I really think I grew to appreciate other cultures. I think it gave me more of an open mind to not just other cultures, other countries, how they live, and more of an appreciation for people, less judgment about where you're from or what you do. Yeah. And it gave me more of a curiosity. Plus, then when I became a military spouse years later, it wasn't such a big deal to be going overseas. (laughs) Yeah. When I think about your story and I think about how you moved as a kid and then I hear how you met your husband, Brian, which I'd love to know how you guys met. I would love to also know, like, why is it that you decided still to marry a service member knowing that you would continue to travel? Whereas sometimes you'd think that you'd had that fulfilled meant of like wanting to see the world as a kid, but you decided to continue to move into that even at being an adult. Yeah, well, I didn't really think about that when I met him. So (laughs) (laughs) I graduated from college and was looking for a job. My first job out of college was working for the Department of Defense in a laboratory here in Maryland. I was still dating the same person I had dated for a while, but my husband then fortuitously, he just got switched duty stations with somebody else and ended up in the same place I was. And we met, we just made this instant connection. We started dating. And three months after we started dating, he asked me to marry him. And I said, yes, three months after we started dating. I was a three-month military bride too. I totally get you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) 
we waited um, a year to get married. I knew that it was the right person for me. Yes. <laughs> I can't get over like your father worked for the CIA and then you work for the Department of Defense. Amazing to me. Like, thank you guys seriously for the work that your family has done. Like you guys have made such a contribution to our country. Tell me about that part of your life too. Like what called you to that mm -hmm. career? I would love to even hear too about your career in being a scientist. That is like insane to me how you are balancing <laughs> literally fighting cancer and then also making such a big support to our military friends and families. It's amazing to me how I can manage it all too. But <laughs> So I was the first person in my family to go to college. I went and I wanted to be a teacher, like an elementary education teacher. And I started my freshman year and I took a biology class. I was in love with science. I was hooked and I knew that I wanted to do science. There's not a whole lot of money to be made, mostly in science. You kind of have to do it for the love. But I graduated with a degree in biology from Bridgewater College, which is a really small private school in central Virginia. I, like I said, my first job for the Department of Defense here in Bethesda, which is now Walter Reed Medical Center, but it used to be the National Naval Medical Center in Bethesda. Wow. Yeah. So that was my first job. And I was only there for about a year. And then I moved to the National Institutes of Health right across the street. And that was probably the best job of my career. I, that's where I did cancer research for six years. I actually worked in the laboratory of the director of the entire NIH, and he won the Nobel Prize in 1989. Oh my gosh. Wow. It was spectacular. It was just the pivotal point in my life that taught me a lot of things about public speaking. And I remember one time he was invited, you know, this man is brilliant. He was invited as a speaker to this conference and he said it conflicted with his schedule. He couldn't go. And he said, Wendy, why don't you go in my place and give it? And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh my God. You and would have I, killed it though. I could have seen you totally doing well. You, I can already, <laughs> like you literally communicate so well. And also I will say throughout the work that I've seen that Charlie Madison has done, seriously, it has just got such the culture of excellence all the way through. I appreciate that. I try so hard to do things, but a lot of times you don't get the feedback. You know, even probably with your podcast, you feel that way. You do the best you can, but you don't hear feedback about it. So I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, absolutely. So you are doing all of the cancer research and then mm -hmm. you, and by the way, feel free to drop in any cool stories like that about your career. <laughs> that is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing all of the research and then that's when you met Brian? We met at the first job. And so all this, so through the cancer research part, he was still stationed in the same place. So we actually have what I consider a, a non-traditional military career because he was mostly stationed here in Bethesda for much of his entire naval career. After that cancer research six-year stint, that's when we left for Okinawa. I was actually devastated, believe it or not, that we were having to move overseas mm -hmm. because I didn't want to leave my family. They were all close here. Yeah, that's a real feeling. Any military spouse can tell you that for one reason or another, why they don't want to leave a place they are, friends, family, mm -hmm. anything. But do you know, I cried about that, but I have to tell you, it was the most amazing three years I still to this day miss living in Okinawa. Oh, wow. It was wonderful. I actually was very lucky to get a job working for the Air Force as a civilian while we were in 
Okinawa. I worked in their environmental engineering flight. That was very fortunate that I got to do that. You hear a lot of stories about military spouses that are underemployed, so many that are um, you know, highly trained in their field of their career field of study yeah. and they can't find a job. Luckily, I've been very blessed to continue to be able to get science jobs throughout my life. What do you miss most about Okinawa? My military friends, literally, like there will be some girls and families will listen to this and they will see Okinawa in their mind because they've been there. Paint a picture for our civilian friends of like, what's something that you missed most about it? Well, we actually didn't live on base. For those of you listening who know Okinawa, we lived just outside the main gate of Kadena Air Base, four blocks off the ocean. We loved it. That was the Mm -hmm. best decision ever. We had the cutest apartment. My favorite part about living there was the simplicity of life. There's not a lot of places to go, not a lot of choices. Life was much simpler than it is here. By far was my favorite part. When you became a military wife and you started to get involved with the culture, like what were some of the things that you found to be joy and some things that were just like really hard? You mentioned that travel and leaving your family. That's an, one that many struggle with. I did not move overseas, but I definitely moved across the the country (laughs) away from my family for duty station. And my husband has been away overseas before. So I can totally relate to that. I think before I was in this culture, I used to watch like USAA commercials and, you know, Veterans Day. But I feel like I never saw reality. It's always kind of sometimes romanticized, especially like movies will do that. Definitely. What are some things that you experienced for yourself? Like I said before, I felt like we didn't have a typical military career. And to be honest with you, I feel more a connection with the military spouse community as a retired family than when we were active duty. I think it's because we only had that one tour overseas and the rest was in Maryland where we had always lived and we were kind of living our same life. Here in Bethesda at the when it was National Naval Medical Center, you kind of went to work and came home. There's not a base life here. It's completely different. I just feel like I didn't get fully immersed in all of the culture living on base and PCSing every three years and all that. I've always questioned like, am I enough of a military spouse? I've thought about that a lot. And and somebody once told me, you know, we all have different experiences. You can't compare. We all are military spouses despite our experiences and what we've had to deal with. I actually love that you brought that up because I have that exact feeling when I look at other military spouses as well, like I can think of a, my well, another friend, her name is Kelsey. She's been on the podcast before and her husband will do different stints of where he'll be out for three months and then back home mm-hmm. for the Coast Guard. And when I look at her and she's raising three boys, I look at my life and I can easily compare the hardships. And I'm like, wow, like I don't feel like I have hardly anything to complain about. But yet my pain of what I felt was really hard in this by, you know, saying goodbye to family and having to plan <laughs> literally like almost a year in advance of when we're going to take leave and not and having to do all the crazy paperwork. Yeah. I think I shared with you that like my brother just got back from deployment from Afghanistan. Yes, yes. My family felt like we couldn't breathe for a year. Every phone call was where we were just so on edge all the time. I feel like there is that tendency for us to like weigh out the different pain. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because I think that we need to validate our feelings and not try to compare. 
I think so too, because, and I have friends online too, her, their husbands are deployed for a year and we only went through a single deployment. Mm-hmm. And that was when, back when Hurricane Katrina hit, the USS Comfort was sent down to the Gulf. My husband had to go and we didn't know at the time how long the deployment was going to be, but it ended up only being for a month. I can still feel the tightness in my chest from you know, when I found out he had to go, it sticks with you that pain of having the person have to leave and not knowing when they'll be back. I've had that too. I was at the Kansas City airport a while ago. I hadn't been there since my brother deployed. And also like airports do give me a really weird feeling because I've had to do so many weird goodbyes and not knowing like when I'm going to see someone again. Yep. You mentioned that you are more involved in the military community almost being retired. Are you just pouring into families and especially like military spouses? Clearly you are through Charlie Madison, but like, how did that happen? Well, it was a few years after I started Charlie Madison. You know, I was trying so hard to separate myself from the military life because we were retired. And, you know, I think I was trying to not be the military spouse because I was a scientist and that's what I chose to do. And that's the career path I followed. And I didn't want that identity of a military spouse. You know, sometimes people think negatively about that. I started realizing that there was a need to champion military families, to put a spotlight on what military spouses are doing behind the scenes, because so many of us are alone much of the year, raising kids, supporting other friends, feeling like we're invisible. Yeah. I have met so many amazing military spouses online. What they're doing just inspires me every day. I wanted to give back and share what they're doing. I just believe that there is room for all of us and that we need to lift each other up, especially right now in the world. You have done that in an abundance just by the little time of knowing you and also knowing about Charlie Madison. Like Every time that I even like browse the website, I feel so empowered and reminded of the strength that like God gave me to get through some of the hardest seasons of my life. Yes. There's still a lot to go. You know, like my husband just moved branches Mm -hmm. and we're just trying to figure it out. And so I am just one girl. I cannot imagine how many thousands of women have been touched by the work that you're doing. Hey friends, I'm interrupting my conversation with Wendy because it is her birthday. Y'all know that I do not plan for my episodes to come out on specific dates, but when she and I were looking at her notes, we realized that there was an open slot for this Tuesday, October 27th, if you were listening to it on this date, and it is Wendy's birthday. I just love when God gives those little encouragements you weren't even asking for. How fun. Together, Wendy and I want to celebrate with you, not only for this episode, but again, her birthday. Together, we are hosting a little giveaway over on Instagram. You have the opportunity to win one Charlie Madison Originals bracelet. Her bracelets are all handmade and they are beautiful quality. Plus, she has over 40 different styles for you to choose from. And as always, if you need a recommendation, I can definitely help you. Go over to my Instagram account at Coley Browning and I've posted some of my favorite styles along with information and how you you can enter. It's pretty simple. All you have to do is make sure that you're following 
Charlie Madison Originals, my account. Tag two friends in the comments. And if you want some extra entries, you can share it in a story. But make sure you tag me. The giveaway closes on October 30th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. This giveaway will fill up fast because Wendy has such an army of sisters who love bracelets. Make sure you guys get in on it and cast those extra entries. I am so excited. I also have a little extra for you. If you want to opt out of the giveaway and go straight to the website, you can use the code still with you and get 20% off your next order. This is a single order, so this code is good for only one time. You can get 20% off your next order at Charlie Madison Originals. All you have to do is go to charliemadisonoriginals.com. Again, use the code still with you at checkout and again, get 20% off. You guys already know Wendy is crazy generous and so I'm absolutely loving that she is sharing this code with us. Have fun with the giveaway. Let me know if you have any questions and I'm excited for y'all to start stacking. Where did the idea of Charlie Madison originals come from? Like, where did all the beadwork come from? (laughs) (laughs) I've always been a creative person. So, you know, I mean, scrapbooking, photography, anything, sewing, anything. I've always done it. I discovered jewelry making 10 or 11 years ago, and it was just a hobby and it was fun. And then I actually, believe it or not, I joined a company that was like a direct sales company doing jewelry making parties in your home. It was called Lux Jewels, but it is today Stella and Dot. (laughs) How cool. So I was one of the first ones to sign up for that, but then, you know, eventually left. It wasn't my journey. Sure. I still loved the jewelry. So I started a, you know, a little shop on Etsy, built it from there and just kept growing and growing till I finally, you know, moved to my own website, which is what you see today. That's kind of how it started. It did not start with military spouses and kind of the whole military. For our friends who are listening, it's not all military, but it's such, that's such a big core piece of it. So it originally was not that it was just jewelry inspired. It really was not. That's correct. I mean, I had a couple of things when I realized I really wanted to do something and give back. The very obvious choice was military, not just because we're a military family, but because my family actually has three generations of military in it. Okay. Wow. It was an obvious choice for a charitable component to my company. We give back 5% of sales to military uh, related organizations that support, you know, military service members and their families. Having my family and all of these military heroes throughout my family's um, generations, you know, it's a way to honor them, to honor our family and all the other military families that are serving. And that includes me because (laughs) the organizations that you give to, I have directly been affected by and inspired by and encouraged by. And so that means people like me. So thank you sincerely. Like, I mean that with all my heart. I can't imagine like not having the support that I feel from the organizations and through people like you. So like, sincerely, you're probably going to hear me say thank you a lot, but that's because I mean it. (laughs) And I have like a a heart for, for the people who love us best. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Is Charlie Madison, is this a name from your daughters? Yes. Give credit to my husband because it was his idea. It is a combination of my daughter's names, Charlotte and Madison. So when my daughter, Charlotte, was a li- was little, we somehow, I, I don't even remember the backstory, but we have always called her Charlie Brown. And so then the Charlie and the Madison came together. So it not only honors my daughters, but it really honors 
family and family connections and our belief that your moments in life are much sweeter when they're spent with those you love. So it's really as that family component to it. I love that. Plus that name, honestly, when I think of it, it could be so many things to me. Like granted, I don't want to take away from your daughters, <laughs> but being on like the military side, like to me, that is like almost the name of a ship. Charlie Madison or oh, that's funny. Even the name of like a horse or something. Oh, just yeah. it's very regal and all American, <laughs> but at the same time, like that excellence, like I was talking about. Like I just love it. It's perfect. Thank you. And that makes me feel even better about the choice. <laughs> what our friends will learn is that I actually found out about Charlie Madison Originals mm-hmm. through our riveter, which our riveter is a company that hand makes bags through the use of military spouses. So they like employ military spouses by creating these beautiful handbags, wallets, keychains, everything. But they also have a marketplace where other military spouses are vendors. That is how I found out about you, Wendy. I would love to know what was your relationship in working with them? They approached me a number of years ago before Marketplace. And I believe I was one of the very first, if not the first extra company that they, you know, that they sold in addition to their branded products. They started carrying me by consignment in their little flagship store. And then they, then they decided they were going to start selling you know, online. And it has just blown up. They are amazing. I cannot say enough nice things about not only Cameron and Lisa, but every single one of the women that work for them. They're amazing. I've been to the flagship store in North Carolina, and I've also met Cameron. She came to NAS Pensacola (laughs) and did a entrepreneurial talk. Oh my goodness. Talk about being starstruck. I was so nervous just to go up and meet her and ask for a picture. I mean, it's such the story of like, I bought my bag at at the Navy Exchange. I'd watched them on Shark Tank Uh and (laughs) It was just like the coolest thing to, I don't know. They just are amazing to me. That is like so cool that you started out with them on this journey, like that you were one of the first marketeers to be a part of that. Was that even before Shark Tank that they had approached you? Yes, it was before Shark Tank. I think it was before they even were online. It was in, they had a physical store. So we started with just a few things and it morphed into me designing everything that you see on their website yeah. is, was designed only for them. You know, I don't sell it anywhere else. It's just specific, you know, with them, they helped design them. It's just been such a wonderful collaboration. What was that like on your end when you saw the boom of their business with Shark Tank and also just as their business grow? Like, how did that affect you? I was probably one of the biggest cheerleaders here, you know, cheering them on because I love them so much. Just the most genuine down to earth. They make you feel like you are their best friend when you talk to them. Honestly, I just can't. I mean, I'm gushing about them too because, or maybe I'm a little, (laughs) yeah, fangirling a little, but really they are amazing. When they were on Shark Tank, I was, of course, cheering them on because that's, we love that show. Through that exposure, it's helped them to sell more, not only of their products, but the marketplace products too. Yeah. So it's just really been great for my business because, you know, the more they sell, the more I have to make for them. So it's just been a great partnership. Every hand that holds a, our Riveter bag, they have a Charlie Madison bracelet on most likely. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty close. I know. I know. Yeah, for sure. They're being very good about modeling the product. (laughs) Speaking of product, 
I cannot believe the amount of detail and the amount of hard work that you have put into every single piece and designing every piece. So what is that like for you being the founder of this company? Like, do you like to design? What is your team like? How is the products made? Like, are they handmade? You're not going to believe it when I tell you, but... (laughs) Before COVID, when I could have family over, I would have help from my sister and my sister-in-law and even my mom and my mother-in-law. Right now, I don't. I have my daughter who graduated from college this past May, and she's back home now in a graduate program. But she's working for me, not only helping with production. Her degree was in business and marketing. So she's helping me with marketing as well. She's helping me, and I'm teaching her. It's really working out well. The truth is the team is me and her. Oh my goodness. Now, is this Charlie or Madison? Which one? This is Madison. Yeah. I asked Charlotte to help, but she doesn't always really, she's not interested in helping. She's only 17. So she's, you know, she's got her own things. Oh my goodness. My mind is blown because when I see the different like color combinations, just the amount of beads, just by talking to you and also hearing your background, I'm sure you are organized to the max. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tell Madison, thank you so much because that is like so cool to see how you guys do. So you're literally like you string them and then you knot them and everything. So she has been doing the stringing for me. That takes the longest. Nobody else really knows how to tie the knots. My sister-in-law does, but she doesn't live here. So she hasn't been helping me. When you get a bracelet, you know, the knot was tied by me. That is so cool. Oh my goodness. Do you have a favorite bracelet or what is your most popular? I mean, the popular really changes. I have to tell you, the really popular are many of the month. So we started that at the beginning of this year. And it's um, a single bracelet that is featured for just that month. And it's only $22, which is a steal. They started out at the beginning of the year. They picked up steam. This past month, we sold them out, sold out in eight hours. So they've become like, there's like a cult following with these (laughs) many of the month. We have a Facebook insiders group. And if anybody's interested in that, you can find, you know, the link to it on our page. It's, it's a free group. It's behind the scenes. We do giveaways in there. People just post their bracelet stack photos, but they get first dibs at shopping these every month. They're crazy about them. That's really this year been such a big hit. I think we're going to go ahead and continue it next year because everybody likes them so much. (laughs) Do you have to design a different bracelet for every single month? Yeah, for those, yes. Is that fun for you creatively? Do you love that part of it? I do. You know, I still work full time at a science job, not doing cancer research, doing something else. It's the balance to the sciencey stuff. So it's the creative side of my brain. And I really do love it. I mean, I actually just got a shipment of beads and gems yesterday. And it's like Christmas when I get the package and see all of them. Yeah. I'm going to join that Facebook group because that sounds fun to me. And I always love to see how other people are styling different yes. things. So yep. I didn't know that was a part of it. I'm curious to see like what you guys will post for October. I'm a full autumn girl and this episode will be coming out in October. That's really cool. I love that. Out of your collection that remains pretty much the same. What would you say would be some of your best sellers and even a personal favorite that you love? There's three that I can tell you that are favorites of mine that are also best sellers. It really, I think, has nothing to do with the stones, but it has to do with the message behind it. And really, that's how it ends up for me. The favorite is what is the story that goes along with it that I'm 
telling myself when I put that bracelet on. One of them is Milspo Strong. That one is an everyday reminder. Actually, our motto is everyday reminders that every day matters. Mm. All of the bracelets are your everyday reminders. And this one is to remind you that all of the hardships and the sacrifices you make as a military spouse are so important, but that you have that tribe behind you. You're not just strong, you're Milspo strong. We are together, we are one. So that one for sure. The second one is called perseverance and there comes in a different couple different colors. When people ask me what is the secret to being an entrepreneur for me, it's perseverance. And I know that's not a secret, but it's the truth. You kind of have to have it for anything in life, the ability to keep coming back no matter what. So perseverance. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is be unapologetically you. It's just that message to keep reminding you just to ignore those voices that tell you you're not good enough. You're not thin enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not whatever. Mm -hmm. Be unapologetically you. And that's my third favorite. I love that you're so honest about the perseverance (laughs) because through and that has been the theme kind of like almost this year about like what it looks like to stay and grow. Yeah. Like instead of running from something, like if we stay and remain, like what kind of growing will we experience in our life of becoming just like stronger, but also just more like just have grit, you know, the grit of to continue going. Absolutely. This year has been hard in different ways for everybody. I don't think anybody's escaped. (laughs) And I love that everyday reminders that every day matters. That every day matters. Brilliant. Did you think of that? That sounds like a book, like the title of a book. You need to like lock that down. I know. Well, it's trademarked, so it's locked down. (laughs) I came up with it when I was taking a course on branding and business and developing your business. And we were coming up with mottos or taglines, I should say. One day it just came into my brain. I get the best ideas. I don't even know if it was in the shower, but I do get my best ideas in the shower, I have to say. (laughs) Really? Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yes. That's so cool. I sometimes I've had that too, where I'm like, oh, I wish I had my phone with me to like write this in my <laughs> app. I wonder if that's because you're, you, I, I'm imagining like your brain of where you have to, you were talking about balancing like the creative and also the scientific part and the tech and numbers and all the things that you do. You must have to have that moment just to like refresh, let your brain breathe. It's hard, um, especially as I've gotten older, because I will wake up early in the morning, I can't go back to sleep. And I just have the ideas just running, (laughs) running through my head. It's kind of a curse, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But also with the work you do, I see the blessing in it. (laughs) Yes. I'm not shocked because I see the work and the awesome things that you guys are doing. The amount of praise that you have received for Charlie Madison the one that I was like, what the heck? The PGA Tour picked you guys. Yes. I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> yes, the PGA Tour. Tiger Woods Ventures featured Charlie Madison alongside the PGA Tour as gifts for spouses. So Tiger Woods, doesn't he own yeah. like 8% of Nike or something? Like that is insane. <laughs> Do you want to hear the story behind that? <laughs> I would love to, or any other little things that I don't know to ask about. I would love to hear it. Tiger Woods does these tournaments every year to honor veterans because his father was in the military. Yeah. Um, so he has not 2020 because nothing happened in 2020. <laughs> but, yeah. but before that, I think they moved it somewhere else, but it's always been here in Potomac, Maryland. They have a this tournament, the PJ tournament, and they also invite veterans to play on one of the days. And so they have this three or four day tournament. One year they invited our Riveter 
to give away their bags to the players who were on the tour. Oh, yeah. And then after that, our riveter said, hey, I think actually, I think they might have had my bracelets there or something. The organizers found out and asked me the next year to come and do that. So we actually went to the tournament for three days and were in the room where all of the PGA players were. They all came up to us with their wives. We talked to them and we gave them a bracelet. I could see Tiger Woods. He was like 10 feet from me. It was the coolest day. I would lose my mind. My dad played college golf. And so we always had it on in our house. And now where I live now, like Bubba Watson, he lives in Pensacola. I've seen him before and like spoke with him before. He doesn't like know me on a first name basis, but I have (laughs) met him. And so I would be losing my mind. That is crazy. Truly, you deserve that honor. Like you really do because you've done so much hard work and you've given back so much. They could not have picked a better candidate for that program. It was a real honor for me to do that. And it was my husband got to go. My daughters got to go. My husband isn't, you know, he's just an amateur golfer. He loves to play. But my daughter, Charlotte, is a golfer. She plays on our high school golf team. So she's a really good golfer. So it was really, she got to see her favorite players too. One awesome thing that came out of it is one of the PGA players, name is Billy Hurley III. He is the only player on the PGA Tour that served in the military. I connected with him and his wife during that tournament, and he hosts here in Annapolis a tournament every year for veterans. And so I've been donating bracelets to them now every year to give to the veterans, you know, wives or girlfriends. I'm still doing that every year as well. And so it's been really wonderful to here in Annapolis where we have the Naval Academy and everything too. So it's yeah. a, it's been a really great way to keep up that connection. Again, like that just points like you have such a heart of gold. Like you are so giving. I'm amazed when I look at what you told me from the beginning because you how you mentioned like it just started out as you would host like jewelry parties <laughs> and you didn't even really have this vision for being an entrepreneur yourself and you just kept going. All the people that you've helped and that you're just continuing to help. Those things matter. Like I love that you just like were so generous to even just share your work so freely with that community. I have a lot of people get in touch about events that they're having on their base and they're doing silent auctions. And so I do that frequently, send bracelets just as a donation for a silent auction or something like that. That's really the silent things that nobody hears about, but I do that in addition to all of the big things that you hear. So it's important to me to be able to help these smaller groups who just don't have access to all of the funds. And we keep talking about bracelets also, but you have beautiful necklaces for each branch of the military as well. And when I say they are beautiful, like they are absolutely elegant. They are wonderful. Do you feel like you'll ever move towards making more necklaces as well? Or what are just some exciting things that are potentially on the future for Charlie Madison or that you just like dream of doing one day, if you care to share, if you can share? (laughs) Well, I I keep having requests for earrings. Everybody wants earrings. So um, the holidays are coming up and I have uh, so many new things coming. 
I think I'm a little bit overly ambitious. The ideas kept flowing. And so I have a bunch of new things coming over um, October and November and then for the holidays too. So lots of military stuff for veterans, a red bracelet for remember everyone deployed, a couple of new ones for deployment for women whose spouses are deployed, just some other non-military related things too. I get my best recommendations from that Facebook group. The women in there are not shy about giving me their suggestions. And I love it because then I'm making what they want to buy. (laughs) That's awesome. I need to get on it. I already feel like I'm missing out right now in my gut. I'm like, I need to get on that. You do. You do. Earrings. That sounds so much fun. I love it. And you're mentioning the holidays. This is just the perfect gift, sincerely, for any woman. And you even do men's bracelets too. So I want to make sure that everyone knows how inclusive this is. This is like Mm -hmm. the perfect gift for anyone because also I love that this could even play to if you know someone who has like an amazing characteristic that they're strong, they're brave, they're or they're maybe they like really have showed perseverance through this year or I mean, like there's so many things that you can do with giving someone the gift of a Charlie Madison Mm -hmm. bracelet. That kind of stuff means more than you know it. Really just sharing with someone, like calling out the gifts that you see in them. Above all, like I keep using the word excellence. They are so beautiful. Like you could not Mm -hmm. go wrong with just like, even if they were all in a pot and you had to like pick out one bracelet and give it out, like you could not go wrong. They're so beautiful. So I really want our friends to (laughs) stick those in some stockings or put them along with a gift card or something because they are would make an excellent gift really for any occasion. Yes, they are. I didn't want to forget to mention this because this is kind of the most important yes. things. You know, we talked about that leather knot on the bracelets. That leather knot is really significant because it's not only on the bracelets. If you look on our branding, it's part of our logo. I had the most incredible graphic designer who came up with this idea and that knot carries through. So it not only is significant because we're a Navy family. So, you know, the knot with the Navy and it's about family ties. So keeping you reminded of the ties of your family or those you call family. And then the third is that it's really a reminder to you. So every day, instead of going blindly through your day or crossing off things onto your, on your to-do list, when you're wearing your bracelets and you see that knot, it helps you stay grounded in the moment. Like remember to come back. Like this is your moment. You have this moment. Embrace all of the memories you're making with your family, just to remind yourself of what you cherish most. Every day, reminders that every day matters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And I absolutely will remember today because again, I'm the rain just picked up outside and like, I will not forget recording with you in the middle of a hurricane. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's a story in itself, right? (laughs) Absolutely. I am so excited for the future of Charlie Madison. And also just, again, want to honor all of the great work that you and your daughters and your family have done because it's such a gift. And I, like I said, I've just been so encouraged. Also, thank you so much for the honor of me being a Milso spouse on the blog. Thank you so much for allowing me to be featured. Yes. I love the opportunity, especially through that program that I'm able to meet other military spouses and hear their stories. And anyone I encouraged to check that out because it is a cool resource. And again, like it is just getting a peek into another world. Like I'm learning so much about the different branches and the different amazing projects like you were talking about that many people are doing. 
It's one of my favorite things to do. If I could just have one every week, I would, but then I wouldn't get anything else done. And I've had people who have said, you need to meet my friend so-and-so for this. And so I am constantly looking for people and trying to reach out. I might have a few friends that I could send your way. I would appreciate it. I try to keep a running list, but then I'm like, oh, I got to reach out to more people. Now I forgot I'm almost out Mm -hmm. of people. So is there anything else that I've missed that you would like to add? No pressure. (laughs) I don't think so. I definitely wanted to mention the thing about the knot. And yeah, I think no. (laughs) Well, you know that I'm going to have to have you back and you're welcome (laughs) on here anytime. It has been so much fun getting to know you and hearing more of your story. Keep up the good work. And I am so excited for our friends to get out there and find their own Charlie Madison original bracelet that speaks to them. I just wanted to say, Thank you for asking me to do this. It is my honor just to share my business story, all my life story, I guess, but just to share the Charlie Madison love with everybody. I still feel like I'm just starting out. It's an honor to have the light shine on my company. Wendy, you are an amazing individual, so (laughs) please don't forget that. Thank you. And so are you. Clearly, Wendy is brilliant. I love that she has a brain that can create beautiful bracelets that we are all obsessed with, as well as being a kick-butt scientist in her field. That is insane to me, and I just love when God can take two things that are completely polar opposite, but somehow work together side-by-side in our life and helping better people. What are some things that we feel like we have tucked away that God wants to use? I just love her hard work. I love her heart. And I'm so excited that I got to share this conversation with you today. If you would like to know more about Wendy and Charlie Madison Originals, you can visit her website, charliemadisonoriginals.com. As I mentioned, she does such a good job in spotlighting military spouses. And this month, she invited me to chat with her through the blog. So an article featuring me and sharing a little bit about my experience as a military spouse is on the website. I will link it for you in the show notes as well as ways that you can enter the giveaway and also the discount code for you for when you find your next bracelet or necklace at Charlie Madison Originals. The code is still with you and you can get 20% off Charlie Madison Originals bracelet. I am so excited for you guys with that as well as the giveaway and Wendy's birthday to top it off. Let's all send her a big still with you. Happy birthday. My heart just feels so full. I don't want this episode to end, but I feel like we're just getting started. I love meeting new friends and hanging out with you guys. Even though season three is coming to an end, I am already lining up so many new fun people that I cannot wait for you guys to get to know for season four. If you always have a suggestion of someone that you'd like to see interviewed, that you reach out to me or just simply let me know how you're doing and what you think about the show. You can always visit my website coleybrowning.com for the official show notes and ways to connect with me i am all over social media as well my handle is coley browning k-o-h-l-i-e and browning like the rifle feel free to reach out to me if you were to be so kind make sure you subscribe and rate still with you on apple Podcasts. that helps more than you know in keeping it on air my prayer is for the podcast to be a place for you to find hope refreshment encouragement and growing closer in your walk with jesus this is all for him may he always receive the glory Friends, I love you. And again, you guys are the best. It was just so much fun being able to share this episode with you today. Go out and be bold, be brave, be you. And remember that he is still with you.